Kevin and Mike are here to give you great news. Nice. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of Great, great news. news. I'm Kevin Ryder. This is Mike Catherwood. Kaboom. And we take a look at all the positive stories. If you like this, um, subscribe to it. Click the little bell so you get notified every time we put one up. And um, maybe suggest it to your friends. That's right. Spread the word. Pay it forward. We provide happiness. Provide it for someone else by giving them a little dose of us. Why do you have to talk so weird? <laughs> Intro. I watch me and I'm in, and then I watch you and I'm out. Intro. The show's about to begin, bro. Ooh, say hello to the happy goodbye to the blues. Kevin and Mike here to give you great news. Yeah, I feel that. Uh, it's been a challenging year, as we all know. You don't say. And people who work in the fast food industry have had to, they've all stayed open, haven't they? Absolutely. For drive through yeah. So they've had to work the entire year. I found this story fascinating. Have you, you don't eat meat, or do you? Me? Yeah. I, I, I want to invent more animals to eat them. Okay. I am a huge meat eater. Have you ever been to a Whataburger? I have, but uh, not very free. They don't have them in California, I don't believe. I don't think they do. But I have in like uh, Arizona and Oregon and stuff, yeah. This story is about the chain Whataburger okay. and what they did for their employees that had to work for the last year. Awesome. Check this out. Whataburger is giving back to its employees, and I mean in a big way. The San Antonio-based burger chain is rewarding its workers with $90 million in bonuses plus some other perks. Whataburger says its employees have worked all through the winter storm, and they continue to deal with the challenge of the pandemic, upholding the commitment to serve food 24-7. What a good deal for those guys. That is a good deal, right? right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I had Whataburger just the other day. I just ate there the other day. Let me tell you. I just had Whataburger. 90 million. 90 million. My first thought was Whataburger's doing that good? <laughs> that's crazy. And no, but that's not that insulting. I mean, that's a kind of a correct thing. Because you think if you're given 90 million, yeah. how much do you have liquid? I mean, that's... Wow. Yeah, that's Holy insane. mackerel. Good for them. Good for them, man. Good for them. Uh, in the UK, uh, much like in this country, childcare is one of the most important, but oftentimes uh, it, it's an expense that people just can't afford. But you have no choice. You have no, I mean, if you're, if everyone in the household's working, what do you do with the kids until they're the age when they can go to school all day? Um, there is a new, and I think, Rather radical, but yet beautiful way that the UK is handling it, and it looks to be spreading um, in other parts of the world. Check it out. This is fun, I'm digging for worms. <laughs> we like them. Childcare is expensive. More on their more on childcare than their mortgage. Many parents. I probably wouldn't have childcare until they went to a pre-schooled nursery. 
because I wouldn't be able to afford like a normal private nursery. Parent-run nursery. This is Jim, dad to Sylvie. Any sort of member of staff that's willing to be overseen by parents 24-7 has got to be something special. <laughs> So really the nice breakdown is, hold on, pause. It's it's one day of volunteering for every week of your kid getting childcare, and it drops the price down over seventy five percent. What a genius idea! Depending on the parents that are working there. Yeah, <laughs> let's be honest. There are because, few. Well, yeah. I mean, is there? I love this. I support it. I the reason too. I brought it in is like people give, figuring out a way to work together to make things affordable. I love it. But as a parent, I wonder, like, is there any vetting process for the other parents? Because, like, just because someone is a parent doesn't necessarily mean no. I want them around my kid. But it said parents and qualified others, which made it sound like maybe there are some people who are trained to do it. Yeah, but there was... And parents. There was trained people around Jerry Sandusky. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, that's a little dark, wow. but... Way to bring that story down. All right. That's a good idea, I think. Yeah. So there you go, man. All right, if you could get past the name, this is an amazing story. Okay. Catching up with New York City's Vaccine Daddy. Get past the name? I love the name. That's the Vaccine Daddy. I want to buy Vaccine Daddy's album <laughs> now. I, Vaccine Daddy is tearing up Spotify. <laughs> this is the man behind TurboVax, which is a Twitter account that provides New Yorkers with vaccine appointments and the openings in real time. Really? So it'll say, there's an opening right now if you get down to wherever, or in an hour if you get down to wherever. Wait, fuck Vaccine it's Daddy. Now automatic. That I've, wait, now that I've seen his fucking clear professional photo shoot <laughs> that looks like a J. Crew catalog, stop it, Vaccine Daddy. He's providing a service. I agree. His Twitter account has over 160,000 followers. And so he should have the picture of him like, hey, here, I'm vaccine debt. Hi, everyone. I'm vaccine. <laughs> this is, this is, this is, this is not ideal. Straight up Tinder profile. Look, you understand? He's using vaccines to get poon. He is faceless when it comes to this project, though. 
impossible. Nobody. If he was faceless, Kevin, he wouldn't be vaccine daddy, and he wouldn't have his picture taken in his fucking merino wool turtleneck with his perfectly coiffed hair. These pictures were for, for New York Magazine. They did an article on him, on vaccine daddy. Take it easy. Stand down. Vaccine daddy got a lot, uh, got laid a lot because of this, okay? That's okay. all I'm saying. And I don't like people exploiting things for poon. He would. Or butthole. <laughs> Vaccine daddy helps you find the openings. Thank, Thank you. you, Sully. The guy's name is Huge Ma. What? Yes. H-U-G-E-M-A. Now I'm going to turn the story on you because it becomes serious. He becomes inseparable from his platform and has decided to use it about the attacks on Asian Americans. All right, now you're getting to territory I can't make fun of. Right, exactly. He took TurboVax offline February 27th for two days, and at that point he'd sur surpassed 100,000 followers, including celebrities and politicians. Uh, he says, I'm temporarily suspending TurboVax. Anti-Asian hate crimes are out of control, and I'm taking a stand because I fear for my friends and family. It was an act of protest that Ma described struggling with deeply, but one that would set the tone for TurboVax going forward. Hmm. So he is, I know these pictures don't say it, but he is a behind-the-scenes type guy. Yeah. And said, I never really thought that I would be a person speaking out on a topic of any kind, but this has become so bad. And the Asian abuse has become so bad that he has decided to turn this into his cause. So it's a way of bringing um, attention and getting a little bit of um, a little more visibility to yes. a very serious cause. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And the right. cause is, I think it's it's so much worse than most people realize. Yeah. But I will say this, specifically with the anti-Asian um, crimes and, and, and assaults that are going on, it's unbelievably depressing and yeah, so sad and so unbelievably wrong. But I have been amazingly impressed with the response. It does seem like in every single part of this country, in every corner, every culture, every age group has made it very clear that this is not the, the, the country they want to live Shouldn't in. Shouldn't have to. Yeah. But true. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's Vaccine Daddy right there. I, I, I will be very honest. I only came at Vaccine Daddy so hard because he's so good looking. <laughs> I felt a little inadequate. <laughs> Kevin. I've given up on looking good. So then at that point, you just go, I'm not worried. So what? One of the things, Kevin. Yes. That we consistently bring up. And it wasn't, it wasn't a goal of ours. We didn't set out with great news to talk about how fucking shitty cats are. No, we didn't. It just came about. Listen, if it's just a truth. It's just a truth. Here is an awesome fuck cats clip. <gasps> because it's a girl, a TikTok chick, super hot TikTok chick, mm -hmm. trying to be all sexy-like, using her cat okay. to get more visibility. Like, look at me being hot, singing my sweet song with my sweet cat. And look how this works out. Look how this cat does her dirty. Bloody nose. Oh my god. So keep on getting your 
just destroyed her ba-boom to the dome bloody <laughs> nose okay cats suck do you, do you understand my daughter gets mad at me every time i say that because she, she has a cat and her cat is incredibly nice so i go yeah that's the exception there's an exception to every rule you take this message back to your daughter okay <laughs> her cat may be very nice in its brain it's thinking about killing her all the time no this one isn't wrong okay Agree to disagree. Oh! Oh, hey, all right. That music means it's time to play Stinky Pinky, the greatest word game in the world. You provide us with two words that rhyme, but you can't use those words in the description. Let me give you an example. If I were to give Kevin smelly finger, the answer would be... Uh, stinky Pinky. Overweight feline. Fat cat. There you go. So... The question... I've gotten one right in the whole time. But it was a good one. Yeah. All right, let's play. Uh, oh, first, sorry. Um, yeah, you got to do the theme song. No, it's time to play Stinky Pinky. It's a word game called Stinky Pinky. Everybody in the world, they love Stinky Pinky. No, it's time to play Stinky Pinky. It's a word game called Stinky Pinky. Everybody in the world, they love Stinky Pinky. <clears throat> Here we go. Did you do an actual survey of everyone in the world? Yeah. Okay. Vape tape. What? Jewel adhesive vape tape. tape. Boom. Melbourne Muppet. Australian Melbourne Muppet. Piggy Kermit Muppet. Fozzie. Aussie Fozzie? That, fuck you. That doesn't rhyme. Fuck you. That does rhyme. That's a good one. I got it, and it still sucks. Packers. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Honky. <laughs> Wait, is it a food or is it Ritz? Ritz Spritz. Nice! Nice! That was a pretty good one. Surveillance kissing. Kissing? What is else? What else could kissing be? Smooch? Smooch. Smooch. Think police. Police. Think police. Stakeout makeout? Oh, boom. Oh, boom. I don't think you get it if you get a clue. I don't think you get to go oh boom if you get a clue. Breast shame. Titty shitty. Brat boob. Boob boob boob. What? Titty pity? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Retinal sobbing. I cry? I cry? Yeah, Kevin. Nice. Thank now you. you're heating up. Thank you. Bambi back. Whoa. Deer rear? Deer rear. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. Okay. Well done. He's heating up. <laughs> Attorney dog. Attorney dog. Lawyer. Law. law. Lawyer. Law paw? If it's law paw, you're, you're, you're a piece of shit. Legal. Legal Beagle! Legal, legal Beagle! Nice. Legal Beagle! That was tag team. I got legal. Yeah, you did. You did. And you should also, you could have gone uh, 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 Lawyer Snoopy. 
because he's a famous beagle. Right, but that was the end of it. There you go. Good sesh. Good sesh, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's uh, your, your turn, I believe. Yes. I have uh, one last story, and it's a military reunion mm. of a father and daughter. Oh. <laughs> oh. No. This is mom. This is mom. <laughs> Introduce here. Mm. Isn't that sweet? Mm. This is mom. This is mom, dad. (laughs) Have you guys ever met? Have you met her? I don't know if you know how I was made, but have you ever met? Um, All right, let's keep the military thing Again, that kid more well-spoken than both of us. Yeah. And she's, what, four, five? And we do this for a living. Yeah, sort of. (sighs) This next one, also in the uh, military world. There were protests surrounding uh, immigrants to this country, and an Iraq war veteran made his way over there to the protest, not to take part, not even to, 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 to battle back, just he was, happened to be in the neighborhood. And what unfolds is one of those stories, Kevin, that we highlight every once in a while, where you go, this can't possibly be real, but this is in fact real. Check out this story. With you, I didn't believe it was a purple army in the beginning. Sure. It, it, it didn't seem real to me. It didn't seem real. Why did an Iraq war veteran give his purple heart to a stranger? Uh, was injured multiple times to include traumatic brain injury, shrapnel wounds. I worked with the uh, Americans in the embassy in Baghdad. I came to the United States in uh, 2008 in a special uh, immigrant visa was actually on my way back from Home Depot and I just started working on the floor and I um, saw the coverage of JFK. A scene of outrage at JFK airport in New York where two men from Iraq were detained. You know, I know that Dulles typically has a lot of international flights. I quickly, you know, did a search to see if there was something happening. I just felt so strongly and before I knew it, we were halfway there. From Iraq. I admit, I was in denial. I didn't, uh, I didn't understand the situation from the beginning because I was thinking that the system should be working and she was a green card holder. After extensive question for hours of waiting, Jinan appeared. I meet this wonderful man. I got this, I got this from American fellow. I got this from American fellow. I, you know, this is what all America is all about. You know, this is what America is all about. I was asked, it's all about. Yeah, do you go to protests? Well, honestly, I didn't even think I was going to protests. My thought was not giving him necessarily the Purple Heart. It was, what do I have that represents, you know, that's important to me? You know, you were in that airport with bad experiences, but that I want you to leave with the true American sentiment. It's uh, probably the most precious gift I ever received in my life. It's gonna be uh, on display somewhere in this house but also it's going to be a story, a story that I keep telling. The Purple Heart to me, you know, represents something that will always be a part of me. Uh, you know, I mean, I don't need the medal, I have the scars on my body to, to represent the experiences I encountered. It was literally just uh, me just trying to give him uh, something that was important. It did make me happy. 
it did my, make my family happy and forever changed our lives in a way. <laughs> wow. How about that? Wow. If there wow, that's was hard to believe. If there was some fucking Tom Hanks movie with Coldplay in the background where a war veteran from Iraq came and handed his purple heart to a perfect stranger you just so that it. he could have a better American experience. He'd be like, well, shut the fuck. Bullshit Make it movie. believable, for God's sake. But that's what happened. Wow. That Come is an on. amazing story. Thank you. Not sure why I'm clapping alone. And I'm not sure why I said thank you like I did anything. Like I had a part of it. <laughs> Outro. You know what I'm talking about, bro. So say hello to the happy goodbye to the blues. Because Kevin and Mike, we gave you all the great news. Chickadee. <laughs> Kevin and Mike are here to give you great news. Nice.